Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Shelby. I'm Eve. I'm Amanda. And today we're going to be talking about Station 19, Season 5, Episode 14, and Grey's Anatomy, Season 18, Episode 14. So we start out with something we've been waiting for on Station 19. Beckett had it coming. Oh, man. Who saw that coming? He had, he had to have seen that coming. He had to have, because There's how some- else, how else would his P-test be clean? Yeah exactly There's, like he, he had to know it was coming i mean he may be evil but he's not stupid <laughs> no i think that Be- um not beckett i think sullivan should not have said a word to him because i think that he was like oh quite, he knew it was sullivan he knew quite frankly sullivan should know better like he's an addict shouldn't yeah. he have known better than to confront Beckett like as an addict he should know that Beckett could have or he did he should have known that Beckett was gonna do that yeah completely hide everything so yeah I mean he he definitely got tipped off I'm sure that this isn't his first rodeo if he's an alcoholic and you guys when she came in there when Ross came in there and told Sullivan he's captain for a day. I almost fell over. I was like, are you serious? Maya was so mad. I mean, I know we're going to talk about that later. I know. But I felt but so bad for her. I was shocked. I was like, no. What? Uh, no, excuse you. I mean, but yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But I automatically went to Maya's face. I was like, she is not happy. I know. Do you think do you think her making Sullivan the captain was due to their past or do you think he actually like deserved that? I think she knows him and she can trust him. And I think I don't really think it's like she's doing it to get Sullivan or anything like that. I don't think that's the malice behind it. I I I think she truly believes that at this point Maya just is not worthy of being captain right now. I mean, I don't believe that, but I think that's where Ross's mindset is. I do too. I completely agree with that. And I think it's just, I don't, I don't, I think she knows Sullivan. And so I think that she feels like she can trust him with it. And she can, I mean, he's not a bad captain. I mean, we saw that in the parking garage. He did a lot better than what Becca did last call. (laughs) You mean he held the map right? Reading the map up (laughs) I mean, it's. He it was a hand-drawn bar- map, Eve. He set the bar pretty low on that one. So, I mean. <laughs> not, I mean, I could have done a better job after that one. <laughs> I liked all his excuses. Beckett, whenever they're the map, it was, it was a hand-drawn map. It's like, okay. You were still holding which, it upside down. Which, a hand-drawn map, which... He's still read upside down. I mean, even on a hand-drawn map, the basement isn't in the ceiling. (laughs) It's not. Maybe it's one of those modern houses. (laughs) 
or I don't know. I mean, like a factory or something, parking garage. Where the attic is in the bottom and the basement's on the top. So he pissed me off. Like, okay, he made me mad with the whole um, running drills thing. Like, he was obviously trying to get revenge, even though he yeah. knew that it was Ross. I mean, Sullivan. He was obviously trying to get revenge. And he literally made them do it until they got sick. I know, poor Vic. With all the health issues she's had, and then he was making her do that, I honestly was getting kind of worried. Yeah. But, I mean, if she said anything, then he would have been like, you know, I guess she can't be a firefighter. Well, that's a um, really hard. When she started vomiting, the first thing that ran through my head was, I wonder if she's still pregnant. But we saw her go through the whole miscarriage thing. So, I think it was just too much. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, I've thrown up from working out too hard. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> and you can, you and can see. We all I, know that, yeah, we all know that he knew very well whose fault it was. And yeah. he was still torturing everyone. I was like, dude, why are you such a. Because he's trying to get everybody to turn on Sullivan. He's mad at Sullivan. So he wants everybody to be mad at Sullivan. Well, that's not how Station 19 works. So. Well, somebody informed Beckett then. I, I was so hoping that man would be out of there. And then they came back. It's clean. I was, I was so like, hopeful. <laughs> when she came in, she said, you're going to take a, uh, you're going to take a urine, um, give a urine sample. I was like, yes, finally. But that was short lived. <laughs> Honestly, I, I saw the clean test coming. As soon as she handed him that cup, he was, I feel like if he knew he would have failed, he would have fought a little bit harder. He didn't fight very hard. He kind of was like, you know, this isn't right, da, da, da. but he took the cup and he went in there and he did it. Once my he kind of didn't fight it, I was like, eh, he's clean. Yeah, my thing is too, I mean, she didn't want him there for the day or whatever. If that's really the case, they should have taken him to the hospital and made him get a blood test because the blood test, it would have showed up. Like yeah, but they can drink back. off of, if they did a blood test, then alcohol would be in the system, even if he drank off of, uh, shift which I mean they're allowed to drink off shift they're yeah, just trying to true. catch him drinking on shift so they need his actual urine on shift to gotcha. be able to see if it's in there or not so that was because I, I had the same thought like immediately I had the same thought and I was like oh wait no that wouldn't work <laughs> you can't expect him to not drink at all yeah that makes sense I didn't think about that so Sullivan finally tells Beckett that he's the one that told that tipped Ross off about it. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be major consequences for that. I do but Sullivan has Ross in his back pocket. So I don't think that anything too bad will happen to Sullivan. I don't think so. I think she'll make it some kind of way. I don't yeah. know. We've seen how petty he can be. Oh. He doesn't seem to have as much pull with Ross, though, so. Who, Beckett or Sullivan? Beckett doesn't seem to have as much pull with Ross. As... No, but Sullivan does. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Beckett doesn't have any pull with her, but Sullivan does, so. Yeah. So... Which is unfortunate for Maya. Poor Maya, man. I felt so bad for Maya this week. She's just was... not catching... What a sucker punch. Oh. <laughs> she just can't catch a break. It's like, I just want to be captain again. How hard <laughs> is this? And she did not let anybody 
not figure out that she was mad. She made that very well known. She's like, I am mad and everyone needs to know. (laughs) She even even mouthed off to Sullivan on the call. She did. And the way she grabbed Beckett's jacket and yanked it off that truck, I was like, ooh, I liked it. (laughs) I mean, I was like, she's going to get in trouble, but I'm here for it. Yeah, when she threw it on the floor, I was like, "Yeah, you might as well run it over too, because he doesn't deserve it." <laughs> it's not like he needs it anymore. Well, apparently he does. Unfortunately, he does. But yeah, that's another story. Oh, and on that call, can we talk about that call in Maya for a minute? Because she was a bad AA SS. Oh, bad ASSS. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I get it now. I can't spell apparently today, <laughs> but it won't say the word. ASS. ASS. I know that word. <laughs> I got confused with the AA at the beginning. I, was I know. Like, what do you have to do with AA? AA, AA, AA. Yeah, I was confused. I got stuck. No, but she was though. And then, um, and Vic too. I mean, for her, for her, because Ben was going to go do the, um, do the fire extinguisher part of it. And Vic's like, no, like, don't prove them right. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get more into that soon too, but. Yeah. After that. And also <laughs> one funny part I don't want to skip over is her opening up that door. Imagine, did she say, imagine it's Ross or Beckett? I can't remember now. Oh, Jack. It was, Jack said um, it, but who is he? I can't remember if he said. Imagine, imagine it being imagine it or Ross. Ross. Was it Ross? Oh yeah, yeah because that's who she's mad at. So yeah, that made me laugh, and she got it open then. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they have the lady firefighters, and like they let them do a bunch of the like big stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know like what a role model like I know this isn't a kid's show or anything like that but I mean for them having you know like them putting the females on there and having them play like such a big role in Mm -hmm. all of the fire stuff like it just it just shows like women can do anything type of thing oh yeah it's very it's it's very empowering yeah I'm in the middle of uh God, we have so many shows. What's it called? Chicago, Chicago Fire. Fire. Chicago yeah, I mean, Fire no. is fantastic about women in the fire fire academy force, fire force. Yeah, especially but especially department. like now they have um they have one of the big one of the one of the OG characters is really like moving up in the ranks and I love it. Yeah. Oh, me too. Absolutely, you know she's one of my favorites, but <laughs> So, but back to back to station nineteen. We'll get off. We've gotten off on nine one one. We've gotten off on Chicago. <laughs> it's all related. They're all all um, of our fire shows go yeah. hand in hand. <laughs> they all go together. Um, also, when they later got back to the station, you know, I'm glad that Maya was able to put her big girl panties on and apologize. Which I don't know if I could have been able to do that. <laughs> that takes a lot of. Um, I forget I, I lost my train of thought but that takes Cajones? a lot sure okay but 
Yeah, it takes a lot to apologize for behaving that way, especially when, at least I feel she was in the right. Like she had every right to be angry. Yeah. But I mean, she also has to be professional. Yeah, well, good for her being the bigger person. Yeah, absolutely. And the apology was sincere too. It wasn't just because she had to do it. Yeah. Yeah, like she was um, sincere about it and everything. It's like, oh, I would definitely be tossing sarcasm in there. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the other thing that happened with Maya this week, Jeanette was right about Jack being a sperm donor, I guess. I know. I'm excited too. I mean- we don't know if they're doing it yet for sure but they seem to be leaning more and more towards it every episode so yeah well at the end there was a text message that said that they wanted to talk to him at the end of shift about doing it i mean we still have to see what he says that's why i'm not 100 percent on it because i mean he could have been joking when he <laughs> offered or maybe he he's getting shy i don't know i don't know i'm here for it i want him to be their sperm donor I'm here for it too. I'm all here for it. I mean, I feel actually a little bit better about it after hearing Maya and Karina's conversation to each other. Cause I'm like, man, that isn't going to get messy. Karina doesn't love Jack. He's probably going to be not, a, not around around, but he's going to be around. And with Maya and Jack's history, is that going to get messy? But after hearing Karina be like, you know, I'm not worried about it you shouldn't be worried about it. I was like, oh, okay. I won't, I won't be worried about it then. Karina said, don't yeah. be worried about it. So let's not worry about it. <laughs> that girl can tell me to do anything and I would just listen to her. <laughs> but you know, that baby will be around the firehouse too. So, cause like you heard, you heard them talking about Ben's news and you know, they were all excited that Prue was going to be the firehouse baby. So like, <laughs> If Karina and Maya have Jack's baby, like that's even more of a firehouse baby. I mean, that's everybody's baby. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's I mean, baby. I feel like they'll definitely be around for sure. Yep. Speaking of who, Ben and his big secret, man. Who else loved Vic's reaction? She's like, we got through. We got, we got through. Like, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, and like I loved how he said that there's one condition that they aren't sure about. And she's like, but it's proof. You have to do it. Until they found out what it was. I'm a little bit mad about that. If they make this man change change occupations again, I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> <laughs> they can't make him change occupations again. He's already this is already his third career i mean what is he gonna he, he'd he'd have to go back to either be a neck brace as an anesthesiologist or a doctor i mean he's got like how many careers now he can pick one of the old ones <laughs> pick Which one. i don't love either one of those options i don't think that i want to see him in grace again i feel like well, if i saw him in grace i would rather him be an anesthesiologist because he's not like so forefront in that he was always kind of like in the back You'd still yeah. see him. He'd still got a little bit of him, but he was still kind of like in the back. He wasn't making like life-threatening, or not life-threatening, decisions. but <laughs> life-threatening decisions. So, but it seemed like him and Bailey were on the way, always on the rocks when they were actually like working together. When he was a resident, 
But when yeah. he was an anesthesiologist, he they weren't. That's when they were like were happy with each other. But I don't think he liked it. So I guess we'll see. I don't I, I see something happening to where he won't have to quit. Or maybe he'll be a stay-at-home dad. <clears throat> what is he one off the show? <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully if if they get crew, then he'll bring her to the firehouse and stuff, and he might not have to be off the show. He just will be around. That doesn't that, well, he I did I don't know. He did say at the end that he's calling their bluff. So I think he really believes they're bluffing and they're not going to make him quit. But I don't think the Millers know how to bluff. (laughs) No, and I don't think they will loosen up on this. I understand completely where they're coming from. Like, I get where they're coming from. I totally get where they're coming from. But asking him to give up his career is asking a little much. They should have enough respect for their son to be proud that their granddaughter is going to be raised by somebody that Dean was proud of and looked up to and trusted. And that was her father's career. I mean, there's just, I, I completely, this is the only, only time you guys are going to hear me this, but I agree with the Millers. But then again, I don't feel like it's really their right to say what Ben can and cannot do for his career. They are in the right to say, hey, Ben, we really want you to think about this because, mm-hmm. you know, we're concerned about, you know, Prue losing another father. Yeah. But in the end, we understand we can't tell you what to do. Just think about it. But the Millers don't, uh, that, that's not the Millers MO, so. No, they, I mean, they're already like, you know, we're giving you Prue. You can do this one thing for us, but they're asking a huge okay. thing. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's just, I, it, it does make sense. I, that was worded wrong. It does make sense, but I don't think it's, I don't think Ben's going to go for it. No. It seems like based off of last episode, like with their wants for like visitation and stuff, it just seems like they want to be in control of something. Yeah. Which I think that's just them as people. Speaking of wonderful parents. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. (laughs) While all of this was happening, Emmett and Travis were having a lovely dinner with his family. Um, Oh my God, guys. Who? Emmett and who? Travis. Travis. Trevor? Travis. Well, Emmett's mom called him Trevor, so we're going with Trevor. Because she thought that his name was Trevor. Yeah. But it's Travis, isn't it? Yeah. Now you're confusing me. (laughs) I just have to put in here, and I know I've already told you guys, but I laughed. I had to pause the show and I laughed so hard because I was like, this is it. They're actually listening to us. This was the confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that that dinner started. I automatically texted Shelby. I was like, what the heck dinner is this? Like, I was like, what on it earth was... am I watching right now? It went from awkward to like ex- to like volatile in like two oh seconds. I was like, whoa, what the heck is this dinner? Emmett's parents are uh Real characters, treat. man. <laughs> and they are bold talking about all the MXXs and the and wanting grandbabies and everything. And then Emmett's like, well, we can still have grandbabies. And like they, they have some balls. I mean. Oh, man. I do have one question, though. Mm-hmm. Emmett's mom, 
Kitty. What is her, yeah, what's her deal? Because it seemed like she was trying to like bait his dad yes. into spilling this information. Like, oh, I yep. really want you to know this information, but I'm not going to spill it. I'm going to force him into it. Then mm-hmm. I'm like, at first I liked her. I was like, well, she seems ditzy, but nice. And then the dinner kept going on. I was like, no, I don't think I like her, but I don't know for sure. Like, what yeah. is this? I mean, she's like, oh, your, your father's going to run for mayor and he doesn't like that one thing. <laughs> just like then, then she sat back and drank the wine i'm like yes she just sat back in the drink and be like okay you guys start <laughs> fighting it's like she just like loved the drama i can't remember the dad's name kitty and it was something ridiculous kitty and emmett's dad that's Bo-bo. kitty and jerkhead <laughs> Bo? Is it Bo? The, that dinner was just so freaking all over the place i was like at first I felt a little bad for Emmett and then I felt really bad for both of them because it turned really volatile. And I was like, what the heck am I watching? Like, I don't yeah. understand. He wants, to, he wants to run for mayor and shut down Emmett's job, basically. Like, that's what I got out of that. How do you do that to your son? And then a few seconds earlier, he was saying, oh yeah, well, it is um, decreasing the number of, you know, police calls or whatever so it's like okay so you're admitting that it's a successful program but you so you're shutting it down because you don't like it so he was he's been corrupt for a long time his name is michael but that's not what she called him even from the jump he was coming after emmett though like he was telling him to man up and drink the hard liquor instead Mm -hmm. of the wine and it just i don't know the whole thing didn't sit right with me dick (laughs) <laughs> that's what it was because he said i don't think i can do that yeah that's that's why it was so funny i was like man i gotta remember what it was <laughs> they had to do that on purpose because that's not short for michael no it's not <laughs> no it's probably short for what he acts like <laughs> i was gonna say it's short for uh, richard that was actually my grandpa's name dick but she called him she called him birthday boy at first and i was like amanda can't be talking about this but yeah she he called her she called him dick like well, i don't think birthday boy is the name that amanda was <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's what we call him from now on birthday boy <laughs> no we're just gonna call him dick from now on that way maureen can't get mad at us for saying dick it's a name it's not a bad word it's somebody's name <laughs> yes guys but you didn't have to say it 20 times <laughs> yes we did that's what happens when you miss out on a recording <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> so yeah he's just cutting out a program that he said is successful which makes me believe that he's cutting it simply because he just doesn't like it he's cutting a program that involves his own son which I mean, just, this just tells you what this man is capable of. By the way, what's his name? Shelby. Dick. Dick. That's right. Dick. Which is so. well suited. So. <laughs> and, uh, Travis. But anyway. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Kitty and Dick. 
Travis got really in his face. I was like, whoa. Right? That went from zero to 5,000 in two seconds. I was here for it though. Oh yeah. I I loved every second of it, but I was like, whoa, what has happened? I thought I missed something. It was well-deserved. Yeah. I, so I like, I skipped back and I was like, nope, didn't miss anything. It went that fast. I thought where he, somebody was going to get punched. I mean, I thought somebody was going to pull an Owen. Oh, I wanted Travis to punch Dick in the face. Mm, yes. For I was surprised. Sure. I was kind of surprised though, because okay, you guys know I haven't been watching for very long, but Travis seems pretty passive. So I was kind of surprised that he got that heated, to be honest. He it's personal. Tends to, he tends to be passive, but then he's also very passionate. Yeah, I think he I think he's more the type to get. He doesn't get volatile until there's a good reason to get that way. And this was a good reason. I mean, not only was Dick being extremely negative Nancy towards his own son, Emmett, he was also so rude to Travis Trevor. So, (laughs) I mean, just all around, he was a dick move. We see what you did there. Good job. I had to. So yeah, Travis completely flipped out. And then him and Emmett talked outside, which broke my heart. This whole, this whole breakup is killing me. I don't know why, because I think they need to be apart, but it's just sad. I mean, it is sad, but I'm glad that they finally are both on the same page about calling it quits because- Neither one of them should be in a relationship with anybody right now. Yeah, they need to be alone with themselves. They need to discover themselves. (laughs) They did both admit that they loved each other, though. It was just Mm -hmm. not... They they love each other, but they shouldn't be together. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So I don't... I mean... do we think that Dick's actually gonna get mayor? What are the chances? Oh, good lord, I, I hope not. I don't know. I'm scared. I think there's a good chance. That I'm really nervous. It. I think that there's a good chance he's going to be mayor. Otherwise, why would they that have been brought up? Oh, let's cross our fingers that this man, I was gonna say, gets in a horrible accident, but that's not nice to say at all, Amanda. Let's just hope he you know changes his mind changes his mind and maybe leaves seattle forever there you go perfect that's better than my where my head he and and kitty can get in the car and uh, go to minnesota to be with all the minnesota people we don't like (laughs) (laughs) so i did um i did see on instagram the guy who plays emmett posted that this is his last episode for at least the season he didn't say if it was for good or if it was just for the season but we're not going to see him for a while yeah which with grays it can mean honestly either one i'm just glad they didn't kill him off i know (laughs) i hate when they kill the people i'm like man if you need to leave the show just leave but that means there probably won't be any more crisis one calls for now then and if he's not going to be on then they might shut down crisis one I mean, really, if Ben backs out, 
crisis one will just be done because Emmett will be gone. Ben will be gone. Who else is a part of crisis one? Jack, Travis, Karina, Vic. I think all of them almost. I think they're all a part of it really. But I feel like if they lose Emmett and they lose Ben, I don't know. And the mayor's going after them. It doesn't look good. I mean, I can see Jack trying really hard to fight for it, but ultimately I don't think he alone fighting for it will be enough. No, absolutely not. But I I mean, they're all fighters. Firefighters. (laughs) I see what you did. (laughs) I'm on it today. You are on a roll. I have the mom jokes today. (laughs) So do we want to talk about Station 23 drama too? I was about to say, there is definitely some drama going on at 23 this week. Oh, yeah. Well, former 23. Because 23 is officially shut down. I'm not excited about it. I know I sounded excited about it. I'm not excited about it. But. I don't care about it. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Like, the only two people that I really liked there was Andy and um, Theo. Of course. Poor Theo. I can never remember that man's name. <laughs> I love Theo. It's like me and Travis. I think he's wonderful. <laughs> I love him with Vic now. I just can never remember his name. I know. It, he, it took me a while to get Theo. I'll, I'll, I'll get Travis. Oops. I'll get Travis one day. Do you guys think that um, Theo and Andy will get back to 19 or do you think they'll just be done? I think Andy definitely will because Ross pretty much told her, but we don't know what's going to happen with Andy after this episode. We'll get to that uh, piece in a tiny bit, but so I'm kind of upset that uh, Theo and Andy are on the outs now. I know the whole bar scene. I was I was actually kind of enjoying the bar scene at the very beginning. It was really nice. I was like, oh, these are all decent people. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I- they walked into Joe's, and I was like, oh, Joe's. You know, like I was excited. I was like, you know. Anytime I see Joe's, I get excited because I know it's just going to be like a fun time. That was not a fun time. Oh, that is zero fun. (laughs) So Andy gets extremely drunk and opens her mouth to Theo, which I thought was going to be innocent enough, but he is PO'd and tells everybody. I, I really didn't think he would be that mad. I don't think alcohol helped it, helped the situation at all. So that was that that it surprised me. I, I was actually genuinely shocked by that. But I don't know. It's like I do understand them getting frustrated, and because they, but also I feel like none of nobody was really listening to Andy. They were just going on their conclusions, and then everybody got mad and stormed out. Yeah, it's like what I. She doesn't need to be a part of that anyways, whatever. It's not like she went to Ross and was like, hey, shut down 23 and I want to be back at 19. No. 23 was going to get shut down no matter what. She just said, if it's going to get shut down, can I try to get back over to 19? Which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, she was pretty much shooting her shot, trying to make sure that she had a position somewhere else. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but in the world we live in today, you need to take care of your own before you take care of others. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean... We take care of others as well. Don't get me wrong, but put yourself in a good position and then try to help the rest of your coworkers. And poor Andy, I really thought that 
she I really think that she thought that her and Theo were like had a good enough friendship that he wouldn't out her like that I mean obviously obviously not but you know in a drunken conversation like that I mean we see it all the time in these shows like Mm -hmm. I don't know it just I feel like it was grossly overreacted yeah so they all get pissed at her and leave and leave her alone with this old firefighter friend that they had and they start drinking i forgot what his name was but he got her drunk 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 which now we i think we can say is i think that was his plan well i was watching him really closely because so at the beginning of the episode it said about a sexual assault thing yeah. So I I thought it had to have been him, like as the episode was going on or whatever. Yeah. And um, I was watching him really closely as he was buying her drinks because, like, I was waiting for him to like drug it or whatever. But he didn't drug it. He just got her like toasted. Yeah. That's what I don't know if he premeditated attacking her, or if it was a uh, they were both drunk and on the whim. Either way, it was uncalled for and very disturbing to watch and i could i don't know it's like (laughs) i wonder if she killed him i okay so with andy i was really proud of her for sticking with the pack even though she was drunk okay yeah but that's when i texted you guys and i was like i don't like the way this is going i actually turned it off because i didn't think i'd be able to watch it because of you know yeah and i was glad that it didn't turn out how i thought it was going to turn out because i had to end up finishing it obviously to do this but I was glad it didn't turn out how I thought it was going to turn out. Oh, same. But guys, I was like, I, I bawled. Like, I really thought. Yeah. I mean, I got scared. Like, I, I really, really yeah, I was scared. About to, yeah, I was about to text Shelby and be like, do not, wa- do not pick it up again until I, like, preview it for you. Yeah. But then she I know was you would- like, okay, I watched it. I was like, okay, well, never mind. I know. I was watching it, I think whenever you were kind of talking no i was watching it the next day mm-hmm. i didn't look at the messages until i was watching it that's what it was um because i didn't want to get spoilers <clears throat> but that was I, I was very triggered i was very upset yeah like, and i think i turned it off <clears throat> for a while and like i cried like i mean sexual assault in any case is it's extremely disturbing but <clears throat> to see it happen to somebody we know and love on their tv screen every week was very hard to watch and i am so glad that her self-defense kicked in and she was able to kick his butt um i love that throat punch right yeah throat she- punch. I-, I cheered man i was so happy when she did that i was like oh he's down my heart like, was we, racing the whole time and then the episode was over I was like should I go into Grey's like right away I think I, I need a drink right now or something I didn't go I, I literally waited I think a day to watch Grey's just because it was I was upset after Andy I needed a, I needed like some comedy break I was convinced that um Grace would that it would carry into Grace so that's kind of why why. I paused a little bit and then I watched this like oh okay because then I watched the preview and I was like okay well I guess they're not touching on that in Grace then yeah so I 
I mean, I don't At know, least I haven't not. seen the preview, but I definitely thought they were going to carry it into Grace. And so I was like, eh, well, I'm going to take a break. It looks like they're carrying it into um, next week, though, mm-hmm. based on the preview. So we see Andy at the police station, which I'm guessing. So it looked like she ran to her friends and then they took her to the police station. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to the cop. And it looks like this might bring up some like women, like me too issues. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, because it looks like the cop is, of course, victim blaming because no one ever, I don't want to say no one. Okay. Let me rephrase that. It seems like most of the time when you report something like that, either the female isn't believed, or if it's a man that you're talking to, they take the man's side. On occasion. I mean, I, I would like to say that the world is getting better about that kind of stuff but it's still not in a lot of places which is really sad i mean if you're gonna falsely accuse somebody of that of sexual assault then you you need to get your human card taken away from you because it's not something to joke about it's a very serious topic so i feel like whenever somebody cries wolf not cries wolf but when somebody says they're sexually assaulted that needs to be taken seriously whether you think it happened or not it needs to be looked into it needs to be taken seriously it needs to be taken seriously and investigated the same way any other crime that's being reported would be investigated absolutely yeah. and i don't like how the guy was like so you hit him because you thought that he was gonna assault you no no he did assault me like he had her up against the wall yep and she was a B-A-D-A-S-S and turned it over on him, which he fully deserved. Does Joe still have any cameras in the back? I'm wondering. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Maybe that will come at some point. But it looks like, I couldn't tell who found him, but someone found him on the parking lot and then took him to Grace Sloan. Now, but based off of the Grey's Anatomy preview next week, it doesn't look like it's a crossover. It looks like it's just, they're dealing with that in Station 19, and then Grey's is dealing with something else. So it probably gets wrapped up in Station 19. Yeah, but at the end of the preview, they were talking about how they can't let this, per- like they can't let this, I don't want to say person, because now he's not a person anymore. Like, you can't let this guy die because then Andy killed him. Yeah, which we don't, I also don't want to see happening because that's. I I think it might be a minor, I think we might see a minor crossover if this guy's at the hospital. We're definitely, we might be seeing some Gray Sloan people, but I don't think it's going to carry over into Gray's. I hope it doesn't because I, I don't know with my history and stuff. I just want to be done with this. To be yeah. honest, own issues going on over at Grace Sloan. Like they don't need this right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I guess that wraps up station 19 for this week. Um, so we can move on to Grace then. All right. So for Grace Anatomy, we're doing talking about season 18, episode 14, called Road Trippin'. And Road at the beginning trippin'. of this episode, we get to see Owen. I was excited, sorry. He's getting a follow-up exam by Amelia. And um, of course, he is not ready. 
or I mean, mentally, he is very ready. Yes. <laughs> but um, she is not being cleared. And she threw a pen at him to prove it and told him to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. So, Which- I, mean, I know it sounds like really small detail to add, but I mean, I love their interaction. I'm like, you know, this is a fun Owen Amelia interaction that we haven't had too much of lately yeah I mean I feel like once they've kind of ruined that friendship with their marriage and everything but I really 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 do like Amelia and Owen not together like friends I love their Mm -hmm. seeing their friendship because they really do have a great friendship and they're very compatible friendship wise not romantically but friendship wise they are I mean I think they're great friends and I love seeing it so I was happy. I've, I've been kind of happy seeing them interacting with each other while Owen's mm-hmm. been going through this. It's been fun. Did anyone else think it was funny how she threw the pen at him to prove that he wasn't ready and Owen in um, 911 threw the pen at what's-his-face or the remote at what's-his-face to show that he was ready <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to come back? I didn't realize this was a, a thing throwing stuff at people to prove if they're ready for something or not it makes sense mm-hmm. let me start throwing things at you guys you'll hit a computer screen but okay <laughs> i have a wicked arm so i love how owen found himself a, a little loophole to get back to work in some capacity i love yeah that. <laughs> he had a lot of stuff to deal with though he oh my gosh poor owen the can one day talk, he fills in. Can we talk a little bit about everyone's attitude toward him being chief? I think it was Helm was my favorite. She was like, does Chief Bailey know you're doing this? He was like, I was chief for six years. Five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. And I always, anytime I do my rewatches on Grey's, I always do forget how long Owen was the chief. I always feel like it's a, like a little blip, you know, like maybe like for a few months, but I'm like, no, he was chief for such a long time. How long was it? Five years, which it just doesn't see. It did, just doesn't seem like it. I mean, he says five years. It was, I think, it, I think he's about right. I remember being In the years, grand but, scheme yeah. of Grey's Anatomy, it probably feels more like five minutes because of how long the show's been on, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, remember he was chief during the, like the airplane crash even. Oh, yeah, he went through the whole um, them suing the hospital and everything. Yeah, I mean, so he was chief, actually, for a while. I just always forget it. And, I mean, every single time I do a rewatch, I'm like, why do I, I just, if I think about it, I'm like, man, I always, re- re- I always remember, I always forget that he was chief for so long, but I did like Helm's reaction. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, fighting for Owen. I was like, no, 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 he was. He really was. He really was chief and he did a great job. Oh yeah. But my gosh, the one day this man offers to be chief, I think is the worst day to be. I really wanted to know what that lady's deal was. I was like, because they were like, she showed up and she was talking to, I don't know, Teddy at first or something. She was like, oh, you're, I think she was looking for Richard. It's like, oh, well, Richard's not here today. You're going to have to find Chief Bailey. So then she went to, find chief fail and they're like well i think you need to find um dr hunt now i'm like this woman 
whatever her job is, is going to be so irritated by the time she finally gets to talk to Owen yeah. and poor Owen is going to take the brunt of whatever this lady has coming for them. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, yeah. But um, I thought she was like a pharma refer pharma rep or something like that's why they were just blowing her off but she was actually like a big like a big wig yeah and i think that's why she was getting really irritated really by can we just take a really quick mention of perez i know we do every every time we see him but oh my goodness do i love this man (laughs) he cracks me up just one boosting bailey beside her boosting her up <laughs> and he uh no excuse me he was 100 percent her hype man and i was like I can he be everyone's hype man like that can that be his job right i loved it he was hilarious. loving doing surgeries though mm-hmm. i have a theory what's your theory so my theory is she loves doing surgeries but she's not doing them anymore as chief and we know that Mare has the job offer and she hasn't made a decision yet. I'm wondering if she tries to give chief to Mare because like, mm. why else would she say no to a job that she has full control over unless she got full control over the hospital and Bailey goes back to doing surgeries and stuff since she has Prue and then that way she'll be home more possibly. I mean, it could quite possibly go that way just because of what we've seen we will talk about it later, but what we see in the preview for next week, I think something like that could possibly happen, but not because she wants to, but maybe because she has to. So I think it's just become a very, very stressful job. She looked so happy out there doing those surgeries. She reminded me of the old Bailey. She was blissful. She was like, nope, that's not my job today. I'm just doing surgeries. Go find Owen Hunt. I'm like, oh, honey, you have no idea what is like. I didn't know what was going to happen at the end of the episode with the slate. I didn't think she was a farm rep. I figured she was there for some big reason, but I just couldn't figure out what. I I knew it was something. I knew it was something to do with the residency program, just because of who she was asking for. She first asked for Richard, and then she then when Bailey, she was looking for Richard at the beginning. So I figured it had something to do with the residency program but it's it's looking bad this residency is looking pretty bad on i want to know who made the formal complaints because it seems like the complaints are really all centered around that weber method but it's like i don't i think it's a lot of them making complaints i mean how many complaints do they say there was 18 Oh, I don't remember the number, but I remember hearing the number and I was like, that's a lot of complaints. Do they even have that many residents? I mean, I guess the same resident could make more than one complaint, but it could be even be doctors working overtime. It could be, I mean, it could be be any of them. It doesn't have to be the residents. I mean, they're also complaining about work hours. So that can be doctors. So that could be doctors, residences, and who else knows, but it doesn't sound good. And I mean, no, they don't need to be working their doctors like that. So they do need to look into it and fix it. So as much as I don't want Grace to get in trouble, we know there's a next season. We know it's all going to be fine. We just got to figure out how, to, how they're going to work it out. But I mean, they might really say, well, the only way we're working this out is if 
we get a new chief or somebody new over the residency program, at least, which I think Richard's already one foot out the door. Well, he's definitely one foot out the door, at least as far as surgery is concerned. I don't know if he was fully thinking of leaving the, you know, the whole, you know, educating part. I think he was because he wasn't even willing to stay around today to help. Not today. The episode we're talking about today. I don't know. I felt like he was just because Bailey was trying to talk him into doing surgery. I think that's what he was shying away from. Mm, Could be. But I mean, if the problem is his mental faculties, which is what he's worried about, then maybe he shouldn't be teaching anymore either. That's what I was thinking. Like, how is he going to teach if he's worried about his mental capabilities? Like, you can't teach if you're getting early signs of dementia or Alzheimer's. I mean, you're just not saying that's what he's had, but or just age. I mean, I'm sorry, but when you age, your memory starts going naturally it is you don't have to have dementia or alzheimer's to have memory loss yeah i mean even surgery wise i mean his his reflexes and you know everything starts to go as you get older Mm -hmm. like that's why a lot of people lose their driver's license and stuff when they get older because your eyesight starts to go Mm -hmm. you know your reef you don't have as fast reflexes if someone stops in front of you real quick like you don't have that capacity to stop so fast which I mean as far as surgery goes you need all of that yep and like I said before Richard's one of my favorites I love Richard and I don't want him off the show at all but I understand I'm just interested in what capacity he's going to remain on the show or is he oh no he has to stay or Amanda might quit (laughs) No, I no, I won't because Richard. I am so sorry, Richard um, James Pickens Jr. I love you so much, but I mean, maybe the man wants to retire. He's old. He has to be in his sixties. He's sixty-seven, so I mean, he could still like probably finish out Grays. Let's be real, sixty-seven is not that extreme. It's old, but it's not like extremely old he could keep going but maybe he's tired he's been doing grace since episode one (laughs) yeah i mean look at betty white she was still doing stuff yeah absolutely so i don't think he and he might not he might get all the all clear and be like all right well let's keep going which is what i'm really hoping for (laughs) but also if he leaves i i really do i won't be that upset because i do i do understand that you know you might as long as they don't kill him as long as they don't kill him please don't kill him listen if you're gonna listen to anything that i have to say krista and friends do not kill richard or bailey let him retire in peace and you know go home and you know take up golfing or something like Like, have him and debbie (laughs) him and debbie (laughs) you're close um Catherine. catherine i couldn't even think of him like debbie allen um let him and Catherine like retire. Jackson's not on the show anymore. Catherine doesn't need to be on the show anymore. Let let maybe Richard they and can Catherine yeah. just retire and live peacefully and visit yeah. sometimes. Yeah, let them retire and you know move to Boston and be with the family and then they can visit. Don't kill anybody. Anyways, to get back to get back to Owen. <laughs> we went oh, a Lord. long tangent there. <laughs> 
I need to know y'all's opinion. When he walked into that viewing room and kicked out all the residents and told them to go work and not watch the surgery, did you guys agree with that or no? He was stressed out for sure because of all the stuff that was thrown at him just on that day. I think he may have overreacted because that was a good teaching. Like it was a once in a lifetime surgery from what I am, from all the knowledge I have about, you know, medicine, which mm-hmm. is quite extensive thanks to all the shows that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pretty much just add MD at the end of our names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, from, from what I gathered, it was a once in a lifetime um, surgery. And I remember back, like when the show first started, it was a big deal that they would have people like observing yeah. the surgery. So I'm not quite sure I understand fully why he kicked everyone out. I do. I see I have a difference of opinion here and I'm glad that we have. Shelby, what is yours? So my opinion is they're already short on doctors Meredith is homesick. Richard's MIA for, you know, reasons. Levi is off the wall. Um, you know, they're, they're already short, so I get where he was coming from. But if there was nothing on their schedule, I don't see why they couldn't be there. I would get it. Like, I understand if they were missing something that they were supposed to be doing to sit there and watch that like they shouldn't be doing that at all but if they like if everything's done or like if it was just their free time like if they were there like on their lunch break like deciding to just take Mm -hmm. their lunch break to watch it like I don't see what the problem is yeah that was my that that was my problem with him kicking them out yeah I'm like uh, well I mean I get that there's a shortage of doctors and yes if they have patients that they need to see like right now then yeah they need to be kicked out and go do their job yeah but he just kicked everyone out like there was no hey Perez you're supposed to be with you know he did to the first couple he's like aren't you supposed to be doing this aren't you supposed to do this then what are you guys doing here go I don't disagree with him on this I really don't I think it also does suck because I do think that the, they should have seen that surgery because like you guys said, it's a once in a lifetime surgery. On the other hand, I guarantee you it's being recorded. They can go back, but this day their chief of surgery is in there during surgeries because they're so short on people. They don't need everybody to be sitting there. They can watch it later on film to be honest, because I mean, the, if the hospital is in this much of a crisis then no, the, that whole thing should not have been filled up. Now, as you can see, the people who did stay were attendings because they probably didn't have anywhere to be at that exact moment. But residents, they need to be charting. They need to be checking on patients. They need to be, I mean, they're the ones that are doing, let's be honest, the brunt of the busy work. Residents and interns, that's, you know, they're low yeah. on the totem pole. They're going to be doing all the busy work and the attendings don't do as much they do kind of the harder stuff i mean attendings are amazing as their own but but they're more they're more looking over what the residents are doing type of thing yeah now i do think owen could have came at it in a different way but again i think he was stressed i think he saw when he's stressing out he walked in there and everybody's just sitting there and he's like what 
what are you guys supposed to be doing? You know, I get it, but he should have said he, she should have done it differently. And just so happens that this, this nice lady is standing behind him, listening to, <laughs> to him lay into these people. I mean, like I said, like if they were there on their own lunch break or like if they were off the clock and they were just there like on their own time, like it would be yeah. completely different. But the fact that they were as short as they were, like I get where he was coming from if they had stuff to do. Yeah. I mean, you get stressed out. So what? He yelled at them. Look at all of our fire shows. I mean, they get yelled at all the time. But I kind of like seeing that side of Owen. Like, okay, I'm not a big fan of Owen. I am. I've I've gotten I've gotten more now that he's not with Christina. <laughs> I didn't like him with Christina at all. Um, I like I him better now that Christina's not around. But I like seeing I love that side of Owen. Like the whole military man, like I don't know. It's just hot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. <laughs> I, like I don't it. care what anybody says. Oh, it's hot. I mean, Jeanette's gonna, Jeanette's gonna, she's gonna love that. Mm -hmm. I can't wait till she gets home and watches her shows. (laughs) Shout out to Jeanette. We miss miss you. you. We miss you. Come back back soon. (laughs) So at the very end of a kind of Owen part, he, when Bailey comes into his office at that late at night, she's just happy as can be. She was practically dancing into her own office. I know. And then yep, and Owen the ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, bless her little heart. She's about to get her heart broken somehow. Uh, I know. I mean, but they 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 haven't shut it down yet. They're trying to shut it down. So, which Grace? I mean, that's what the show is pretty much about. I mean, it's about Meredith Gray, obviously, but it's a lot about the residents and the interns and a teaching hospital that's the premise of the show which they said that this that they've been making it so that if it doesn't like pick up for the next season that it could end so if it was going to end then no more residency program that would be the end of grades now that it's not ending the residency program can stay yeah so um grace people who listen to us can you please drop in our emails and just um let us know how we can email you to get us your get you our ideas i guess so thank you especially krista we know that you listen to our ideas i don't think krista's actually listening i think she has one of her she has her listening yeah i do if you work with (laughs) we need your contact information please and thank you please thank you okay all right so but anyways moving on Maggie and Winston has like this extremely huge surgery and Winston gets a little surprised as well. Okay. Where are we on Wendell? I thought he was sketchy. Do you? I did. I did. You did. When he I, see, first I, came, I still don't trust him. <laughs> when he, when he first came, well, I'm like, eh. but when he first came, I was like, this dude's just using Winston's name. Mm-hmm. And he was. But now it seems like after talking to the patient's brother, mm-hmm. it seems like Winston wants to try to mend that relationship. And if it does go that way, I think that with Winston being newly married and stuff, I think that that could be good. And I don't, I think Wendell will probably be around for a little bit 
he's a he's an he's a big name actor i mean in the gray's world he was one of the front runners on how to get away with murder which is another shonda rhyme show yeah like if you go to netflix and you go to like the show then you'll like see his face like he's one of the main people on the show so usually when that happens they're probably going to be around for a little bit so i think we should just start getting used to wendell I do think it could be a good thing if his intentions are good. I mean, I think that Winston kind of put him in his place and hopefully that sticks. I have this feeling he's going to bring drama. Not, I don't know if it's even going to be intentionally. He's going to cause some problems. I think so. So speaking of Wendell and Winston, the whole like chunk of this whole episode was around Fernanda, fierce Fernanda which I loved, but I, I, I really, really did enjoy this little storyline mm-hmm. here. Her family was so amazing in the RV. What is that? Um, I can't think of the word when the RV was like storming in the ambulance bay. Maggie's face was like, whoa. But they get there after what they said they drove for two weeks. Yeah, it was only supposed to be a couple days, but they ended up like stopping and stuff. Where are they coming from? I I think I missed it. I was just trying to say, they were saying four days of driving. So that's going to have to be, I mean, that's a long way, but also going all the way up to Seattle. That's pretty high on the map too. So Boston, Boston. Okay. That's where, that's what I thought, but I was also thinking i was getting confused with like i was like no like that's where jackson and april went i don't think it's boston that's i thought my mind was there okay good so they come first it's a four-day drive to boston apparently so when they got there basically winston had to carry her into the hospital because she was like really bad off they took their sweet time driving i mean they went on a scenic route so i mean obviously she got worse but that was hard that was hard because i mean i understand the family wanted to do a little road trip she's that was that was hard (laughs) so in my opinion and i i don't know i have two different opinions on this i get where they were coming from with it because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity they're not ever going to drive across the states again but well, they could and they could but they didn't know if she was going to die or not in the surgery this is a very risky surgery mm-hmm. this might have been the last road trip that they had with her with their daughter yep so i get it but at the same time if your daughter is that sick that you're taking her across country to get this risky surgery that you don't know that she's going to survive why are you doing this yeah see I that's, feel- that was my problem i got both sides I feel like they were because I I get it like they were taking a risk with the surgery so they wanted to make sure that you know they got that family time but then also they're taking a risk having all that family time because what if the surgery ends up you know being successful and then they miss out on that because they're doing their road trip so I mean and we see when she gets there she's severely dehydrated yeah which is so sad. I mean, I can see how that can easily happen really in an RV on the road. Poor girl. She almost broke my heart when Winston just picked her up and ran to the picky. I was like, oh, 
But also her parents should have been more on top of that with how sick she was. It looked like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like she was pretty much confined to the bed. So like her parents would have to wait on her pretty much hand and foot, right? Yeah. So that's on them. It is, but also you could, I mean, they're probably giving her water, you know, or liquids or whatever she needed, but it probably just wasn't enough. I mean, it really, when somebody's sick, you need more liquids and you know that could easily I hate to blame the parents completely because you know they're just trying to make memories of and do something and you know they messed up it happens I felt I felt really bad for her brother when she when he was talking to Winston and he was like you know her disease is kind of ruining all of our lives and like we just wanted one normal thing and yeah. this might have killed her type of thing. Like my heart broke for him. Oh yeah. Mine did too. And he he was a phenomenal actor. I just want to I mean really give him props on this because his crying was very realistic. Oh yeah. I I feel like the actor really dug up some stuff <laughs> to get that reaction out of himself. He dug oh. real deep that one. Like I want to give him a hug. Yeah. He broke my heart. I mean, really, I uh, I got mad at Winston about this one again. Maggie changes the surgery route. <clears throat> Winston did not agree with her at all. Which, what did you guys? I was kind of on Maggie's side. Whose side were you guys on? Maggie or Winston? Are you team Maggie or are you team Winston on this one? You have to be Maggie's because her plan worked. <laughs> I was, I was um I was conflicted to be honest um I was a little bit mad at Winston though for shutting down Maggie's ideas in front of the patient Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that you should do like outside because honestly like that to me I don't trust people easily anyway so maybe like this isn't a normal thing but to me like if I'm putting my trust into a doctor to make this big surgery that's already risky and then another doctor that's with you on the surgery is like no I don't think that's a good idea all of my trust is going out the window period and I don't think that he handled it properly I understand why he had his reservations but Maggie's like one of the best heart surgeons in probably the world or at least the U.S. Mm -hmm. so I feel like he should have had more faith in her but I also see where he was coming from but he didn't go about it right once again. I also want to say when when Maggie first started on the show, they really pulled a lot into like her lexiness, like her encyclopedia brain. Like she just she knows a lot of stuff. She's extremely smart. And I feel like the more and more Grace keeps going on, like we kind of lose that. We kind of forget that Maggie is the as smart as she is because they don't really say anything or show that much anymore and I I, this week it brought it back up to me and I was like oh my gosh like you do see it this week that you know her brains are just phenomenal and she's so incredibly intelligent so I actually I did enjoy seeing that side of Maggie again she's like a genius right yeah yeah I think that's safe to say yeah, she, I mean, she graduated when she was like two. <laughs> <laughs> she 
I think she was like smarter than Lexi almost. Yeah, Lexi just had a photographic memory. Yeah, her and Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. (laughs) So, Eve, what about you? Were you Team Maggie or Team Winston? I was definitely Team Maggie to an extent because I was like, you know, she found a problem, she saw a problem, and she offered a solution. Mm -hmm. And the parents seemed like the parents and Fernanda, they all seemed to be willing to do. Maggie made it very clear to them what the risks were, and they still really wanted to do it. And I thought it was, I get why Winston was so concerned because, you know, it was a tricky surgery and they'd already been planning for the other tricky surgery, mm-hmm. but to kind of be the way he was in front of the patients, it's like, that was a little much. Yeah. It, and the surgery was different, but it didn't seem like it was that different. It's not it's like they went completely off the rails here like it seemed like it was just like a couple extra steps that's what I understood from it like my understanding was that it was essentially the same surgery with just some like extra flair yeah I mean and Winston eventually gets on board after talking to the brother and I think the brother pretty much guilted him into agreeing to (laughs) he understood the brother the brother helped him out a good bit like the brother actually made him want to talk to his brother more too i think yeah Mm -hmm. he did i mean like i said bravo to the actor a friend what's her name francisca francisca here's fernanda fernanda my gosh i don't know why i couldn't think of it what is it with you and names oh oh i'm usually really good at names y'all i don't know I watch too many shows. They all start going together. Hey, Amanda, just watching the next episode, someone's accidentally going to call her Francisca. <laughs> Francisca. <laughs> all right. Um, um, let's jump on the t- Toad and Jod. <laughs> so we have two different uh, couple names for you there, Krista. Toad and Jod. <laughs> Feel free to pick whichever one you want. Totally switch the J and the T when I was reading through that. <laughs> okay, Amanda. Whew. Wince is not the only one having heart-to-heart conversations with their patient's brothers. Mm, no, they're not. Joe's Joe, lots of heart-to-hearts, and I love it. Maybe even more than that. Well, not yet, but... So I ate one of these yesterday, by the way. So Todd brings this edible arrangement. An edible oh, arrangement. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. 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 I was really confused. I was like, what did you eat? Oh, okay. An edible arrangement. I was really, very confused. <clears throat> I really wanted that edible arrangement. I was like, I need to get my hands on that fruit basket right now. <laughs> so the edible arrangement. I thought it was hilarious that Joe presumed that it was for her I thought it was like I thought he was like they had their little you know coffee date their you know drink at Joe's or whatever and he was just you know smitten with her or something and got her an edible arrangement I thought that's likely how (laughs) hilarious was that though I thought it was so funny because like okay so 
coming from someone who's like kind of poor-ish edible arrangements are like dumb expensive and they like are. I was like I was sitting there and I was like if this is for Joe he's like going from like zero to a hundred pretty quick here like why like why would you buy someone that something that expensive after just one date well I mean he does go off later and buy something I guarantee you it was more expensive yeah the roses yeah those are some nice looking roses and the those snacks are- those were fancy looking roses. They really were. I mean, good job, prop department. He's got me swoon. I I think I know. he's except and I then, keep calling him Skylar. I can't I can't call him Todd. Okay, so when he went to go visit her in the library, and he was like, "I've never kissed anyone in the library before." I'm like, "I bet you would kiss Ke- um Anna Kendrick in the library." <laughs> <laughs> Todd. Skylar Todd. Todd Skylar. Ooh, see, Todd Skylar, that's a fancy name. Take note, take note, Krista's people, whose new name is Todd Skylar. Todd Skylar. That just sounds fancy. It does sound super fancy. He can pull it off, I think. But before this library scene, you we see Todd asking her out. I don't like that Joe was being so responsible. I didn't like this of Joe. I wish she would have just gone out on the date with, <laughs> with my Todd. But she didn't. She was a responsible person and she studied instead. To Stunned. which Teddy overheard. Guys, I could not stop laughing when Teddy did not remember their conversation. And the face that uh-huh. Joe made when she was walking away. Yeah, she's like, wait, did I say something? Yeah, she's like, wait, did I say anything at the, at Joe's? And In then Joe's Joe kind of walked away, and she was like, oh god, what did I say? Because that was oh. such a because we were talking on a different. Uh, I mean, I guess last week or a couple weeks ago or whenever it was yeah. about how great that conversation was, and then Teddy doesn't even remember it. Poor Teddy, <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, what did I just admit to this girl that I hardly ever talked to? I was really hoping, like, after that whole thing at Joe's, I was really hoping that that was going to be a friendship. But it doesn't look like that's the case. Um, I don't know. I don't see Joe and Teddy ever being really good friends. I liked that it was kind of like a one-off thing that they confided into each other at the bar. It made it fun because we never do get to see them together. So... I don't know. I'm not upset that they're not getting closer or that we haven't seen anymore because I kind of like that sometimes we get those little moments of between characters who don't interact all the time. We get to finally see them interact. I I enjoy that when that happens. I really, like since they've they both been on the show for like so long. I like that she didn't remember. It was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Just Teddy's face going what are you talking about what, what you slept with link she yelled at everybody turned and looked like yes we talked about it at joe's speaking of where was link this week he's probably Marine, you can insert crickets right here because nobody <laughs> remembered link <laughs> oh maybe he was looking for preschools where <laughs> It just dawned on me right now, so don't feel too bad, guys. Where was Link? They didn't even okay, mention him. 
We have a shortage of doctors, but where is he? Is it terrible I didn't miss him? I didn't miss him either. I honestly forgot about him. Well, Leah, I didn't didn't realize he wasn't on until Amanda said, where was Link? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. (laughs) We only saw Amelia for a minute too. No, I mean, we saw Amelia a lot more, I feel like. Well, more than, well, we didn't see Link at all. So obviously, but... (laughs) Well, because we had Amelia like with the Owen scenes and like she was in the um, gallery watching Maggie's surgery and she talked to Owen a little bit then. So yeah, I mean, she was true. at least like sprinkled in around. But no link. No link this week. We met. We we missed Link. You know who <laughs> I didn't miss? Take notes. We miss Link. Bring him back. <laughs> you know who I didn't miss? the minnesota people we can keep them away yeah i didn't miss them which it looks like we're gonna get them more next week but we'll talk about that in a second i'm not very happy about it so to finish up this todd thing todd's sister makes it through the surgery thankfully thank thank goodness that would up that little whatever this is going on yeah that would have definitely messed up our todd scenes i don't think he'd stick around so meanwhile all this chaos is at the hospital and Meredith is homesick with Zola, which can I, we all just go, oh, I love, <laughs> I loved it. It was just so real. It was. And when Zola looked at her and it's like, is it bad that I just want us to be sick more together? My heart just broke. And I mean, Mer- Meredith's like, yeah, me too. Yeah, Meredith was like, yeah, but I was thinking the same thing. I love every single like millisecond of this part of the show. Again, what have we been complaining about? Meredith's never with the kids. Meredith is never with her kids. So they're giving us something. Okay, they're listening. Like we've said, they're listening. They're giving us some Marinzola time. I went on a whole rant about how much she's a bad mom for not being around. So here we go. They heard you. (laughs) It, But... I was glad to see it. I mean, I adore Zola. Like mm-hmm. ever since the last season where she went in and when Mare was in like her COVID coma and she went in and like basically got her Talked to wake her up out and of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely adore Zola. And I love that now that she's older, she has more scenes and stuff. Yeah. And like this episode, I also love how Meredith is, bringing her into the conversation and kind of like bringing her into the decision in a way Mm -hmm. um she didn't she didn't really ask her what her opinion was she asked her about her opinion on moving but like I like how Zola pretty much just said like we'd follow you anywhere yeah like she she didn't discourage it but she wasn't like all for it either if that makes sense and I don't think Meredith would go, it will end up going to Minnesota. I, I really don't think she will. I don't see that's, I don't think Grace would go that way. <laughs> but speaking of Zola, her conversation with Bailey, I rewound and had to listen to it again because it was just so funny. No. Technically, that's a, that's a complete sentence. <laughs> Technically, that's a complete she said, sentence. She said, no, ma'am. And why would that be? (laughs) 
<laughs> and like her first her first sentence Billy said why the hell aren't you here and Zola said mommy said that's not a nice word <laughs> oh, Bailey's face I loved it <laughs> then then Bailey said to Richard because Richard said that he wasn't doing surgery Bailey was like no and Richard's like just like looked at her and she said because technically no is a complete sentence, sentence. I <laughs> loved it I love that bring back <laughs> I learned that from Zola. She's the smartest person on this show. <laughs> that but I, cracked me I up. also, the one thing, the other thing that I really, really love too is that Meredith ignored the phone calls from Nick and Hamilton. Yep. Which I know it's because she didn't want to be bothered about the whole Minnesota decision. But yeah. I like that she spent that time with Zola, even though they were sick. Yep. I think they yeah. got some good mommy daughter time, and I'm happy about it. Because Zola's getting older. Like, the little ones, they need their mom around, yeah, but Zola's getting a lot older now, but she's 13. She needs she needs to have Meredith kind of guiding her. I mean, not that she doesn't have some strong women. She has Amelia, Maggie, and <laughs> Meredith pretty much raising her. Yeah. But, but, I mean, even the fact that Amelia, I mean, not Amelia, even the fact that Zola noticed that she was like ignoring the phone calls like you can tell that Zola is more aware of things now yeah she's 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 a very smart child very yeah. is I mean she actually straight up asks Meredith why are you ignoring the phone calls and that's when she tells her about the job but and I thought it was so cute how she said well would being with Dr. Marsh make you happy yeah and I forget what Meredith said back but like I just thought that was so cute how like she has her mom's best interests at heart. Like she, mm-hmm. she obviously knows that her mom's been through the ringer and she has that in her mind. Yeah, absolutely. She's, like I said, she's extremely smart. She's very, she, she understands what's going on around her. She's and old I, enough now. Yeah. And I think she went through, she went through a lot. Zola did. did when Meredith, last season when Meredith had COVID and was in her coma, I think she took, mm-hmm. She really took it on herself to be the one to take care of Ellis and Bailey. So yeah, and I mean, she's, she's like the only child who remembers Derek. That's yeah. a lot to carry, mm-hmm. especially as a thirteen-year-old. So she's. I mean, I think the combination of all of that, yeah, is, has really helped her become the mature person that she is. I mean, some of it probably is personality, but I think Derek's death and. Meredith having COVID and being in a coma kind of helped push that along a little also Mm -hmm. yeah because I mean she she, in the back of her head she probably she's old enough to know like the severity of this like she in the back of her head she probably knew like Meredith might not come out of this you know um it's not like because I'm sure that they were hiding it from Bailey and Ellis and I'm sure that they were trying to hide it from her too but she reads she reads Ellis mom Ellis's medical journal she watches the videos like she knows more than what she probably should as a child yeah so there's no way that she didn't put it together that there's a possibility that Meredith wouldn't be the same if she came out well next week next week's uh episode looks really interesting um so it looks like they're trying to convince some like head honcho people to keep the residency program yep um and then meredith is 
Meredith tells Bailey that she, about the um, job and it looks like Richard and Dr. Hamilton are going to get into it. Yep. Over Zoom. Um, looks like Bailey's going down. Yeah, oh, Bailey passed out. I don't know if she passed out. She was grabbing her heart. Yeah, she was like clutching her heart. That. Yeah, I mean, she was clutching her heart like this and then she fell. So I think the I think she had another heart attack. A lot of stress that will do that. I mean, that's why I was saying maybe she does need to be out of the chief spot because being chief is going to kill her. And, and she's having a baby now. Yeah. Well, Prue's not a baby, but. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's a baby. She has the baby face. Until she loses the baby face, she's a baby. Oh, I want to squeeze those cheeks so bad. You have no idea. I want to bite her. All right. Well, that's it for Station 19 and Grace. I have no idea what's coming out next week, but I know we have, this is us the resident. next week. This is us, the resident who's on break, but not 911. There's no 911s next week. Right. Right. It's, um, I think it's just um, Gray's and station 19. And then also this is us and resident. Yeah. yeah. So be on the lookout for those. If you like these shows, feel free to join us at our Facebook group, Gray Family Fan Club. And we can say bye. So, bye. 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 So if you guys want to find us on Facebook, all you have to do is search in Facebook for Family Fan Club. All 15, yeah, I said 15 of our groups are going to pop up for you. You want a specific group, you can always go check out our podcast pages. We will have our groups listed in there. And you can find us on any of our social media, which is Twitter and Instagram and TikTok as Fandom Family Chats. And we are constantly trying to get you fun content. Jeanette is our TikTok wizard trying to get you fun videos there. It usually has a lot of dudes on there. So there's a, you know, there's that for you. <laughs> we have our Twitter and Instagram is not as active as we'd like it to be. And we're working on that. But still, if you have any questions for us, if you want to get involved with what we're doing, if you want to know more about what we do, or maybe some interviews we have coming down the pike, you can hit us up on any of those resources, or you can email us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. We check that almost religiously. So reach out to us there, and we'll get back to you. Watch out for our website coming soon. We're going to have some merch available for you if you'd like to wear some of our show merchandise for family fan clubs and fandom family chats, as well as we're going to make some FFC merch for some of the shows we run, like Team Wolf. With Vampire Diaries. We have some fun things for you there. So watch out for that. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, if you are able to look at our YouTube page, subscribe to that and keep an eye on our on our Facebook page. We have Fandom Family Chats. We're going to make it some announcements here in the near future about a big, 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 huge event we've got coming down the pike in June of 2023. So watch out for that. Get ready to listen to some crazy stuff next week again. And we'll see you real soon.